Alright guys and welcome to the Fitness Experiences Podcast. In today's episode I'm actually joined with another guest, but this time it's a little bit different as I'm with uh, another PT, but not in the usual realm of a PT. Um, I'm actually with Phil, uh, and you might know him as the Mind PT. And um, fun fact, we've both kind of got a, psycho- a psychology background, haven't we? And um, when I first met you, actually, I remember just figuring this out, we were on the same course yeah. in uni, but didn't actually have a clue. Um, Ed Jill, yeah. we studied psychology. Um, so that's sort of kind of how we sort of clicked a little bit with certain things. And in today's sort of podcast, I wanted to bring a bit of a different element of things so we're going to be talking about fitness myths and different elements and stuff like that but with a little bit of obviously a psychological background because yeah. we've both got that sort of that background there and we quite enjoy it um so we're going to dive into a couple of different like myths and fads and keep it quite kind of like short and sweet and hopefully get you to a position not only to kind of debunk these myths but get you to really understand like why do we behave in certain ways when it comes to seeing fitness myths or fads or anything along those lines because unfortunately the fitness industry is just plagued with them like i don't know about you but a quick scroll through instagram or facebook you're seeing ads from influencers it's usually people from like geordie shore or jersey shore or something like that um and it's stuff where we can just sort of try and ignore but unfortunately we do end up falling falling into that trap more than anything so just before we delve into the sort of the fitness side of things mate i thought i'd just ask to for you to give a little bit of background for anybody that might not necessarily know who you are or where you come from kind of what is the mind pt all about what is it that you specialize in and basically just take it away from there mate okay mate uh, first of all, thanks so much for having me on your podcast. You're welcome, mate. You're welcome. And also, thanks for coming out to the office to do it. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and thirdly, how hot is he? Oh, it's, I am sweating. My glasses <laughs> are slipping, me, yeah. slipping down my faces. I'm sat here. So, okay, cool. So, anyone who sees his wife and our heads because it's so hot outside now. Um, so, yeah, essentially, then I am a, I'm a, a qualified psychologist. Uh, I'm also a, a clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master done so many other different types of training, etc. And before I got into this life, uh, I also worked for Shop Direct um, oh, right. across various roles, mm. um, finishing off in senior management in like projects and, and marketing. So it's from all those different skills and experiences that I've put together uh, a repertoire of skills and techniques mm-hmm. that can help people change their mindset. Nice. And I suppose like um, anyone who's, who's watching who you know, like yourself, a PT like yourself Mm -hmm. or or a psychologist or any type of coach will know that it's not us that are making people change. It's the things we know Mm -hmm. and it's the changes coming from them. So I like to, you know, sometimes as a joke, I'll tell people that I'm a midwife (laughs) because dead cringy, I'm delivering change from that person. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Don't deliver Mm -hmm. babies, mate. I know what you mean. Although I've got three young lads, so (laughs) I was there for the three of them, mate, and uh, saw some things you you never want to see. Yeah. uh, Which you've got all to come one day. I know, yeah, one day, yeah. Yeah. Everybody keeps saying that to me, you know. Everyone's like, one minute to go, kids are the greatest thing that will ever happen, which of course I believe in. But on the other hand, everybody keeps throwing all this stuff at me. I'm like, do you actually believe that? Because one minute <laughs> yeah. you're like, yeah, they're great, and the next minute, like, oh no, they're the, not the worst things to happen, but there's a lot to come with it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward slash kind of nervous for that side of things, but yeah. I'm sure when it comes, you just 
That's adults. a whole different podcast, mate. Yeah, one hundred. Come back when you've had a kid. And we'll do yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do another one. Yeah. Fitness experiences when you're a dad. Yeah. To be honest, that might be a, a good episode if anybody dad wants bond, to. Mate. Yeah, if anybody wants to jump on anything like that. Um, but yeah, should we just get get cracking yeah, with everything then? So basically, what I've done is I've got a little list of a couple of topics that tend to come up quite a bit and yes we'll have a little look at the sense of potentially debunking them explaining you know why they're not necessarily a myth or a fad but i thought we'd also again delve into that the psychology behind it more than anything so the first one that i wanted to talk about and i think this one is it's been around for so long and it's something that i would like to get your take on because i have kind of my own sort of thought process behind it um, and this is the concept of kind of quick fixes so things like fat loss pills, powders, juices, detoxes, all these things that you see where it's kind of promising everything now. Now, from like a fitness perspective and as a personal trainer, of course people can get quick transformations and it's all kind of relative to what somebody's willing to put in and more so what they actually want more than anything. I speak to a lot of people and I'm like, do you actually want to get a 12-week transformation? Why not do it in 12 months? It's, you're still going to get the end result. It might not necessarily need to be as strict though mm-hmm. and it's down to the patient. So with all that being there and everybody kind of wanting quick fixes, what do you think actually makes people sort of click and go, I want that now? Yeah. What do you think sort of instills in people's minds to really well, kind of go, let's get it now? I think, you know, there's there's two two parts to this answer. I mean, first and foremost, while it's still fresh in my head, what I would say is, um, even though a lot of these different quick fixes have got some science behind them, mm. The one thing that we can all agree on is that everyone's different. Oh, massively. massively. And in life, I mean, one of the big terms that I always refer to is the, the phrase subjective. And mm. Subjectivity basically means if you and I were to walk along Crosby Beach and it's windy and there's a bit of rain and the sea's blowing in, I might go home and go, do you know what? I've just had the best walk ever. Yeah. And it was amazing. And you might go home to your missus and go, oh my God, I'm not going there again. Yeah. Freezing yeah. got soaking wet because mm. experience is subjective. Mm. But also, the body, everyone's body's subjective. Mm-hmm. 100%. So the example being, if you were, for, for example, you know, if you told me you'd found a site that does a meal plan, and I buy the meal plan and you buy it, and they're not taking, you know, our, our BMI or our weight or our age, mm. etc., they're giving me and you the same meal plan. We've got different shaped bodies with different ages, mm-hmm. yeah? So it's not always a one-size-fits-all. So I think with these things, it's subjective in terms of, they need to be designed and geared towards certain people. So let me give an example. Um, one of one of the Smith brothers, one of the boxers mm-hmm. who come here, I was talking to him about meal plans, and um, they obviously u- they've used a lot of different companies over time. And he was telling me like maybe one of the companies that wasn't the best mm-hmm. would basically send them all the same meal. Yeah. Now they're all different weights. Mm-hmm. They're all different ages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think everything's subjective. Why do we want this? Well, I'm doing a bit of a Donald Trump here. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's everywhere at the minute, anyway. Isn't yeah, he? I'm not Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay, why do we? Uh, why do we want the quick fix? Mm. Well, it's the society we're in right now, isn't mm. it? You know, this mentality of instant gratification, quick wins, mm-hmm. yeah, um, instant pleasures. You were saying before this, which was so apt, made so spot on. You know. You could be waiting for Netflix to load. Yeah. It's taking a bit longer. And you're getting, you're getting yeah. angry. As soon as you see that kind of buffering circle, if it's yeah. not, if it hasn't loaded in the first ten seconds, you think, "Shite this." Exactly. It used to take hours to, well, not hours, but minutes, to like rewind the video, yeah, on it and then play it again. Yeah. Whereas now we're so lucky that we've got access to that much stuff. We can literally, we can even order food, exactly, on your phone within the click of a button. And 
I think you hit the nail on the head there with that society aspect. Like people have these expectations of themselves that I don't know whether they necessarily actually believe that that's them. If that makes sense, yeah. you kind of get where I'm where I'm going with yeah, that. It's yeah. like people kind of think or expect themselves that they need to do that in that shorter time frame, or else they're not good enough. Yeah, and I don't know kind of whether that is a society thing that's built that or where that's come from. Yeah, but that's sort of kind of. What I'm thinking where people are sort of, oh, I want this quick fix, and often I'm like, well, why? Yeah. It's, I mean, like, you know, let's trace it back a bit. So, another thing, I, I, my undergrad degree was history, mm-hmm. and a lot of that study was history in the last century. So, obviously, the two world wars and Vietnam and the, um, the American Civil Rights Movement, etc., etc., the suffragette movement in England. As time goes on, things become more readily available. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, like, and, and this is it's great that you're here because I know you know you you know so much about nutrition and weight mm-hmm. and weight loss. If we trace back to like after World War Two, a lot of the products we have now we're not here, we're not available, and yeah. I'm talking the basic stuff, mm-hmm. bananas, mm-hmm. yeah. So as time's gone on and commercialization spread and and the sort of Americanization of society spread mm-hmm. in terms of you know, McDonald's, Nike, Warner Brothers, etc., things have become more readily available and. It's become the social norm. So, for example, yeah, yeah. I, I can, I'm 35 now, and I can remember life before the internet. Can you? Yeah, wait, wait. Yeah. I got How old are you? I'm 24. Okay. 24. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and then I remember the start of the internet where it was like, duh, 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 yeah. and yeah. then you'd be like, I don't know what you'd be doing on the internet, and, and suddenly the connection would go on your Mars on the phone. Oh, yeah. I'm on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, we get to the point now, mate, where up until lockdown, you could order something on Amazon in the morning, it would come in the night. Yeah. Um, this instant gratification then has, has sort of hit all areas of the consumer society, including the health and fitness industry. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's compelled this spread even more, the other thing that's compounded it is probably the, 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 way, the way celebrities are, the way we look at celebrities, mm-hmm. yeah? And the sad thing is, like, Let's say the Kardashians, mm-hmm. for an example. And you know what? Can I just say before we say this? You know, I've got like, I've got nothing against anyone in terms of what they want to do or how they want to be, as long as they're not hating others. Oh yeah, God yeah. When it comes, so with the Kardashians or anyone who's in the public limelight, like, you know, sports people, actresses, actors, politicians, etc., they can afford plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you've got like 12, 13 year old girls. Whose mum will contact me and I'll have to and they'll come here with the daughters and I'll have to work on the self esteem because they're seeing pictures of Kendall Jenner. Jenner. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. So I was just asking the wrong person. That's <laughs> what I mean. You answered I, too quick. I know, yeah. Right? That's the only one I know, to be honest. <laughs> I couldn't tell you, like, if you show me a picture, I couldn't actually say that. That's her. You are Kim, Chloe, this, Kim, Chloe, after, whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, they're seeing pictures and they're like, you know, I want my body to be like that, I want my lips to be like that, etc., mm. etc. Whereas, you know, the people in the line might, one, the photos may be airbrushed, two, they may have had plastic mm-hmm. surgery. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's the pressure that, but you know what? I think it's really important that it's the easy excuse to blame reality TV and to blame stuff like yeah. that. Because let's rewind back. So my granddad, either of my granddads, they would have gone to the cinema or the picture house. Mm-hmm. They would have been influenced by the people... They saw on the yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to try Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the the element, the reason that we want everything now is because we've been so lucky to get everything no, now. Yeah, yeah. 
psychologically speaking, it leads to something which I encounter on a daily basis in this offer, which is what I term destination syndrome. Mm-hmm. So destination syndrome is the example of like, um, I, I want to be a millionaire um, now. Basically, mm-hmm. I want to just be a millionaire. And when I'm a millionaire, wow, life will be better. Or, you know what, when I've lost five stone, life's going to be amazing. Yeah. Or when I'm, when I'm hench, life will be amazing. It's like they're more obsessed with where they're going to end up yes. and not what's going to take to get there sort of thing. And it's the equivalent to this. So, like, if I rewind back a few years when I first learned hypnosis and I got this offer straight away and I was working all day and I was coming here at night to do hypnosis and at the time it was a big struggle and I'd be in, the, in my office job and I wouldn't like it, I wouldn't enjoy it mm. where it was, the environment. But, you know, now I look back and it's like, wow, what an enjoyable time. Yeah. The struggle. The struggle's always yeah. better than, than being at the top. And you ask any of them boxes on the wall now and you know how many of them one one of them's retired, mate, you know they'll look back now and they'll probably say, Do you know what? Getting up at four in the morning to run. Yeah, I didn't like it at the time, but God, yeah, it was yes. worth it. So then where I'm getting to now then with destination syndrome is it's the equivalent of me and you now getting a train to London. Mm. and just being so focused on oh when we get to London we're going to do this we're going to do that yeah, yeah, yeah. and not looking out the window mm. not looking at the countryside yeah of course you know yeah I mean? so when it comes to to, the, to this then so so to answer your question in a very long way mate apologies there's the social pressure mm. of you've got to look your best which is probably led at the moment by social media and mm. you know celebrity etc etc and let me just say as well mate I've recently I've been working with you know people who being on TV, being in the media, mm-hmm. some being on, on reality shows, and they would agree with everything I'm saying. Yeah. Because their pressure is at the other end of the scale. So, you know, like, we all know ourselves, we've probably, I, you know, even before this, I said to you, should I wear a t-shirt or a jumper? Yeah. Yeah, because, oh, how will I look? How will I look? Yeah. So, we're all like this. The celebrities are like that even think so, more. Yeah. yeah. So think ten so, times more yeah. than us, well, because of the land, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. And when you're a celebrity for having the best podcast, like <laughs> Joe Rogan, mate, so, we've got the social pressure, and then we've also got that destination syndrome. Mm. We're so used to being able to have everything now, we want everything now. Like, an example, my kids, um, you spoil your kids. So every time I go to the shop for something now, I'll, I'll get them a little chocolate bar or sweets yeah. or whatever. To the extent of now, I come home and my youngest calling the baby, he's free, Joe. He'll look out the window. And then when I come in, he'll be like, what have you got me? And yeah, I, and it's I, like now conditioned. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, haven't got, I haven't got you anything. I haven't got you anything today, mate. Yeah. Why? Joe can't get you can't. now I'd love to just get him something yeah. every day but you've got to you know respect mm-hmm. the values and morals and that so yeah I think that's what drives it mate yeah it's, a, it's such an interesting thing isn't it and it's one of those things that's like it's so unavoidable in many cases like because yeah. I don't know whether with touching on social media and the fact that essentially social media the way I perceive it right now is yeah it can be used for a load of good and it can do but it's essentially a highlight reel of everybody's life yeah. and that's a comment that's not my um my own depiction of it. I've definitely stole that from somebody else it's not my original but it is one big highlight reel so do you think because we're constantly comparing ourselves to others and we're seeing all these highlights all the time that we're just automatically switching into thinking that we need the destination yeah i would too mate i mean and, you know, you, you even, you'll have some people, like, you know, Buddhism, I've been really getting into Buddhism lately, and mm. Buddhism talks about non-attachment, but really, mate, there's, there's healthy attachments and there's, there's negative attachments, and, you know, you can't airbrush your personality. 
mm. you can't airbrush your your work rate. Mm. The key to success in anything is working as hard and smart as possible. The balance of the two. Yeah. So when it comes to like you know these these twelve week programs, um, it's not just about having a shake or doing. You've got to you've got to be congruent. Yeah. You've got to be consistent with every element of your mm. lifestyle, haven't you? Day in day out. Yeah. And I think one good way to do that is by focusing on your identity. So for example, if you were vegan and you and me and you've had our, our walk on the beach, yeah, yeah. And I said, come on, let's go and have something to eat and we go to um we go to a steakhouse. You're not gonna eat steak because you identify yourself as vegan. I'm not gonna eat meat because I'm vegan. You identify yourself that same way if, if for whatever reason we go for this walk and you say to me, Phil, do you want a ciggy? I don't smoke. Mm-hmm. I identify myself as a non-social, mm-hmm. so I'm going to say no, I don't. So I think one of the keys to success for people is whatever their fitness goal is or anything in goal in their life, identify themselves as being mm-hmm. on the path for that goal. 100%. Like self-awareness is massive. Yeah. It's so huge. And a big thing, like over lockdown, more than anything, I spent a lot of time just speaking to clients, like setting up Zoom calls and stuff like that. And half the time, I actually wouldn't even talk about diet or training. Good, mate. Because, again... Half of them weren't really in the best mindset anyway because of everything that was going on. I was just very concerned, kind of like, well, how are you? Like, what's going on with you? Are you actually sure of what we're after here? Some feelings are they've fallen off plan. Some feelings are they're not doing doing well or they're letting me down. And I've been saying to a lot of people, I'm like, well, you're not letting me down. All I'm doing is here to support you. You need to understand what it is that you're after. And I think that self-awareness factor is a big thing that a lot of people throw out the window yeah. and don't even look and then it's a comparison comparing yourself to others thinking that you want this want that and it's just that kind of endless cycle that goes over and over and over again um but what i wanted to kind of transition to and i think you know just looking at time and stuff yeah. like that yeah, course, probably nice. gonna have to kind of um get this short and sweet but on the topic of social media and i, I mentioned this briefly to you when we were like sort of setting this all up um do you know when like certain myths such as like Carbs make you fat, fats yeah. make you fat, or um, you have to do hit cardio. All these things are, are very sort of for definite that come from these bigger companies or these people that have X amount of followers. It's usually due to a fact, like it's an authority figure, isn't it? Yeah. And from when I study psychology, one thing that um, I always remember kind of learning about is influence and how we can influence people. And one of the big things is authority. Yeah. So do you believe that a lot of people are bought into the concept of something simply based on that authority factor. And how would you recommend people to kind of look past that and actually potentially understand that they're only saying that because of X, Y, Z. That yeah, makes sense. Massively, massively agree mm. with you. So, you know, how can you look past that? If you're into reading, especially into psychology, then you could buy a book. Well, the books of Robert Cialdini. Cialdini, his name is. Mm. Spelled C-I-A-L-D-I. And it's all about influence. Mm. And it's about, yeah, so so one big thing is this uh, authoritative influence and, and how it affects us. And, you know, it's uh, an example would be, um, I could say to you right now, uh, if you eat a banana, a mango, and an orange before bed, you won't have nightmares. Mm. And you could go home to some of your friends and family and go, well, I saw me mate Phil today, and he said this, this, and this, and he'd be like, that's a load of bollocks, that. Yeah. But if you went home and went, Seen a psychologist today, and he told me this, this, and this. Oh, oh all of a sudden, yeah, of and course. Mate, you've got to look at this building, because obviously, you know, you've been to this building before. Mm. 
this building because of its grandeur, and I'm not I'm not saying this in a oh look at my building, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, my yeah, building. Yeah. I just get a little off here, but that like people walking in here who've come here to who want to like you know overcome anxiety or stop smoking or whatever, mm-hmm. they'll see the building, and again that'll be the authoritative wow yeah. size of this god this must work this one yeah yeah so i think it's totally spot on how you look past it mate is well number one on social media what you've got to remember is a lot of the endorsements that people with a lot of followers give is because they're being paid yeah i'm off yeah 100 yeah 100 mate. by the way ridiculous. if anyone wants to give us something. yeah 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 we'll take that yeah uh, so i think that's that's one big thing um and you know what i mean it, it's 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 life mate so you know, I've spoken about this maybe on other podcasts. I mean, a, a good example now, there's a, a, like a knock, 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 knock on the door now. And some little scally in a North Face tracky come in and said to me and you, um, there's a fire on the top floor, you've got to get out now. We'd be like, what? Yeah. But if there's a dun, 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 and the door opened, there was a fella in a fire uniform, went, lads, there's a fire, come on, you've got to go, well, we've got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the uniform. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's used a lot in, in marketing. Massively, no, mate, and it's used a lot in... Um, you know, in movies that we watch and stuff like that. Mm. Um, another example, mate, is, again, I, I think I've spoken about this before on another podcast, uh, is there was, a, there was an experiment, great experiment, where they took this busy junction uh, and they had a group of people waiting to cross the road, um, but the light wasn't on green for them to cross. Mm-hmm. So they're waiting because there's still a bit of traffic. And I think it was done about 20 years ago. So they're filming it, and they send an actor in, and the actor's dressed in a suit, and he's got a suitcase, suitcase, yeah, briefcase, sorry, uh, and he's got a mobile phone. And he walks, he's on the mobile phone, he looks up at the light, and he just crosses the road, make sure he doesn't get moved across the road. And everyone stood there, looks at each other, and then crosses the road. Yeah. They follow him, authority. Mm-hmm. Guy in a suit, mobile phone, briefcase, he, he knows his shit. Yeah. They do it again the next day. This time, the actor is dressed as a hippie. And he comes and he walks across. No one follows. No one follows. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, it's interesting it because it 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 again it goes to the the, the, the social norms of what do you, what influences you. Mm. So, for example, if um, David Attenborough said, "Use this skincare product, it'll make you feel amazing," mm. or Kim Kardashian said it, mm-hmm. she's gonna sell more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the same token, if Kim Kardashian said use this type of bird seed and you get lovely birds in the garden. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, they're both skilled in those areas, Mm -hmm. but the product might not be. Mm -hmm. So, um, one thing that I always think with with, with people is, like, I would come to you for nutrition advice Mm -hmm. because I've seen the evidence through you. Mm -hmm. I've seen, you know, your amazing transformation you made. Mm -hmm. I've seen the success from your clients. Mm -hmm. That is what influences me. So what I'd say to people is, just do a bit of homework. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's nice to, to know, you know, don't get me wrong, I'd, I'd love it if, like, so these trainers I've got on, if I saw, like, um, you know, Mike Tyson or some, oh, I've got the same trainers yeah, as Mike yeah, Tyson, yeah, oh, yeah. Mike Tyson's got these, yeah. But at the same time, you know, if it was something more, like, that's going to help me lifestyle or whatever, mm-hmm. I would do a bit more digging and say, okay, what's the evidence? Mm-hmm. What's the proof that this works? Do you find that you do that yourself? So, from your own experiences with like fitness, because obviously you've done boxing, you've done fitness, you're yeah. into your, your health and fitness as well. Do you find that a lot of these things that were touched upon today, do you find that you sort of get affected by them, or can you kind of acknowledge it before it happens, or do you think it's something that just yeah just occurs without you really realizing? Very good question, mate. And I think it it, it will happen to me. Mm-hmm. I think it happens to everyone. You got to be on your guard, not mm-hmm. to be swayed by things. 
especially with marketing. Because yeah, like from like a business perspective, yeah, I've noticed like when like I I know when a company is marketing to yeah. me, but there's still be times where, like I know exactly what you're doing, but I'm still gonna go through with it anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I know exactly what you're being charmed by them. Yeah, but it's like I know it, but at the same time, like it's a really good job that the way you're doing it, so I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah, I know exactly where this sales funnel is going. Yeah. I know what the end route is, but for some reason, I just end up doing it, and yeah. it's because like I'm one hundred percent sort of bought into it. Exactly. I'm like, well, yeah, 100%. So do you find that you still get caught up or...? Um, I, I, I think I, 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 well, I'm not going to say I don't because mm. I, I, I reckon I do, but with big things, especially with fitness, I would say no because I, I'm lucky that I know quite a lot of people through the work I've done. Mm. So like with, with so I, I have a lot of, I, I've had sessions with a lot of different PTs, um, but the one PT that I generally go to but all the time we're classes me PT is Carl Turney senior. Yeah, yeah. And the reason for that is about like three years ago, I wanted to start getting into shape. And I've, and he's got a great pedigree. He was like a champion back mm-hmm. in the day. So mm-hmm. he's like, do you know what? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go to someone who, who I wanna be, someone who's been at the top. Yeah, yeah. And likewise, you know, if it comes to like so like boxing, yeah, so I did a charity boxing fight. I've seen that, yeah. yeah. And again, um I, I've got a very good friend of mine, Matty, who, who trained me and that's because I've seen how successful he's been. Mm. Great amateur career, he's, he's turned pro now. Mm. And by the same token, I, I was lucky that I could like, you know, have sessions with with other fighters. So mm. I would say I'm I'm looking at respect. Where I probably get caught up with it and where I'm stupidly influenced maybe would probably be, well, books. Books, yeah. I'm just addicted to buying books. I'm with technology, mate. Oh, you mate. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm a full blown nerd, mate. Like I just <laughs> roll with it to anything like that. Yeah, I think it comes out again, self awareness. Like I 100 percent know that that's my crux. Like do you know, what I know that I've said it. Like me, I'm not really as you say, I'm not really big into fashion. Like I don't really go out and buy like stupidly expensive shoes or stuff like. That. It just does not appeal to me at all. Yeah. Technology made a new laptop comes out. I'm like, oh, new phone. Oh, I'm like, boom, straight in there. But I'm, I'm aware of it. Yeah. I'm dead aware of it. Do you know what, mate? Like, thinking about what you've said, I'd like to just say, if there's anyone watching this who's in a similar position as we are, where like you're running your own business or you're thinking about following your own dreams or whatever, my advice would be, don't go with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Be different. Mm-hmm. Be totally different. Because again, that's a lot of pl- a lot of times people are influenced by. Um, so Cialdini who I spoke about his book talks about five or six laws of influence one of them I think is, I've read this one yeah. you know, the more I'm thinking really about amazing. it yeah one of them is uh, authority one of them is social proof etc etc um, but I, I, the way I look at life is mate if everyone's zigging I want to zag you know what yeah. I mean if everyone's yeah. doing something I want to do something different and I think having that uniqueness to your identity will help with anything mm. and mate with health and fitness I always think as well you know there's nothing wrong with going back to some trial and tested methods oh yeah definitely Yeah, I think there's a few staple things which you know a lot more about me mm. not more than me about maybe cal- calorie deficiency um, and you know like basically eat, eat less but eat good stuff and yeah. move more yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but go back to your first question and I know we need to move on to our last one as well that's right is the placebo effect Oh, fuck, that's huge, that makes... So, you know, and one of the things I, I that I always think is, look, if someone does go out and spend 80 quid a week mm. on milkshakes that are made from, I don't know, grass and dead fish or yeah, whatever... But it helps them get... Yeah, and yeah. it makes them happy, mm. then fine. Yeah. But I think, go, you know, you've highlighted something to me, mate, which is amazing, which is, yeah, you know, 
if you're not happy now at 20 stone, mm. how do you know you're going to be happy at 15 stone? Mm. What else can you work on in your life that's self-love? Because I'll have sometimes people come here for weight loss, right? Yeah. Do a consultation and I'll know it's not weight loss, it's anxiety or mm. self-esteem. When they get it, get it, I'll go, then it more like, so hang on a minute, so I'll tell you what, if we, if we help, if your anxiety was less and your stress was less and your sleep yeah, was better, would you still lose weight? One big thing, um, I've started. Look, I've recently been on a course myself, like a, a, like a mentorship type thing uh, for personal training. And one thing that was drilled into us was like the six pillars of sort of health and fitness. Yeah. And I've probably made, in sort of hindsight, made the mistake of just looking at diet and training. Yeah. And one big shift I've made is to look at these six pillars. And you, you named a few of them there, which is why I clicked in my head. You got diet and training, yes, but there's mindset and psychology, which is very fitting for this. Uh, stress, sleep, and digestion. And if one of those is out of whack, everything else is. And it's something that I've been looking at a lot more. People have been like, well, if somebody's not necessarily losing weight and not necessarily following the diet, I won't look and be like, oh, no, you're just not doing it. I'll be like, well, what's going on in your life? Yeah. Oh, you're stressed. You're not sleeping well, are you? And it's all these other things. And as soon as they start to click everything else, or as soon as you remedy the diet and the training, the sleep improves, yeah. the stress goes down. And it's constantly trying to keep that in a balance yeah. that often will put people in a better position than just looking at, you're not doing your diet, you're not following this. Yeah. And I feel as though that's what a lot of people overlook and, and not realise. And oftentimes when I, I suggest that to people, they'll look at me a bit weird and be like, why is a PT asking me about my stress or what yeah, I'm doing yeah, over the yeah. weekend? I'm like, well, I've kind of got to know because <laughs> it's yeah. going to help you yeah, tremendously. So have you found that yourself then? Like obviously when dealing with... Yeah, I mean, so, well, I, the staple things I ask someone is, and I probably ask them in this order, I'll say, uh, okay, so um, uh, tell me a bit what work, what's work like, how do you like your work, okay, cool. Tell me about your diet, what's your diet like, okay, tell me about your sleep, mm. tell me about your relationship, tell me about your family, tell me about your friends, tell me about your interest. Bam, 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 you'll find a thing you need to work on there. It's like a domino effect. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely say that for, for people who, who, want, who want to get fit and lose weight or whatever the goal is, because it's like, you know, it's like, oh, this is what I used to do, stupidly, with Carl. I was, so I was training with him three times a week and I was going bigger. Yeah. But then I was just eating the same stuff. Fast food all the time. Yeah. Just chocolate. So I was fat, I was fat you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's something that I realised about halfway through. And I knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Yeah. And I was like, you can't outrun it. 100%, yeah. So that's what's changing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now. So everyone was still evolving and learning, aren't we? Well, yeah, definitely, mate, definitely. And to be honest, mate, I think that's a, a brilliant little place to, to wrap this up because we're both uh, quite busy people, aren't we? Yes, we've got to get going. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on for this. This is still like an up and coming podcast for me. So for you to come and get involved, it really, really does mean a lot. Um, for anybody that obviously wants to reach out or follow Phil or anything like that, where are the best following, uh, following mates? Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, where'd so you I'm only on Instagram, live? so it's. Uh, at the mind underscore PT. Follow me on there. Consultations free. Uh, online or face to face stuff. If you want to learn stuff as well. Um, but also, we need to do a part two then. Yeah. Okay. That's fine by me. Good. Yeah, definitely. Because again, anything like this to do with psychology, I'll be right there, mate. Right good, there. Sound good with me? Yeah. Happy days then. Well, uh, as always, guys, I thank you all for watching, and um, I'll see you on the next episode.